I hope you're ready. Here comes some hot takes, some smack talk, and some absolute nonsense. It's season four. Welcome to the Joint Practices Podcast. With your host, Sean Lamont. I was waiting for woo, 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 Kenny, woo. Steve Knox. Sean versus Elijah action on Fucking A, I unplugged my headset again. <laughs> Here we go, kid. Time to shine. Clamor slammers. And that's not what it said. I'm going to tell you a worse story than that right now. <laughs> I literally poured milk onto my testicles. Welcome back to the Joy Practices Podcast. This is the podcast for fans, by fans, as fans like me. I'm your host, Sean Lamont, on Twitter at 11thegoat. Joined tonight by the co host with the most. At the OG Olive Garden Pimp, Mr. Super Sticky Steve Knox on the Twitter bird at the Knox says, and Elijah. Hi. <laughs> I've been to the Olive Garden too, you know. Uh, all right. Elijah and Steve both here tonight for episode 186. It's been a minute. I think the last time we were able to sit down together pre Super Bowl. Sure it was. So it's been a little while. Long overdue. We had all kinds of exciting things to come up. We are two weeks away from free agency. The combine starts in like 12 hours. The football season never ends. It does for a couple weeks. Yep. Two. And then again for a couple weeks. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll go from the combine to free agency to nothing to the draft to a lot more nothing. Yep. All right. So basically what we're going to do tonight, we're going to go through each of our teams, the Eagles, Patriots, Vikings. We're going to look at our free agents on each one of our teams. We're going to play stay or go. And I thought we could round out the episode with a little top 10 free agency target list for our team. Uh, it could be a little realistic. We can be some pipe dream action. You know, the salary cap's not real, so let's have fun with it. So basically, who wants to start us off tonight? All right, go ahead. Give us a free agent, top free agent on your team. Give us a stay or go. Uh, I'm going to go with Devin McCourty. He is an undrafted free agent out of Rutgers, and he will stay. He's been there a quick minute. He's been there like 11 and a half quick minute years. Man, I remember that offseason where it was like, is he going to sign with Chip Kelly and the Philadelphia Eagles? They offered him a ton of money. Nope, he wanted to stay in New England. It's probably wise for him because he won Super Bowls. Oh, well. All right. Stay for Devin McCourty. Steve, who do you got first on your list? Uh, Anthony Barr. And this is kind of a funny one because I think he has to stay because I'm pretty sure he has a void year uh, on the books. So one way or the other, he's like an $8 million dead cap if they don't bring him back. So, Oops. Right. Probably should figure that one out. Thanks, Spielman. There you go. Uh, first on my list for the Philadelphia Eagles is edge defender Derek Barnett, <clears throat> former first-round pick. Go. And I'm 100% basing that off of how often I'm pissed at him for stupid penalties. Like, the guy is the king of stupid penalties. You know, post-play, hitting a quarterback for no reason. Quarterback's on the ground, and right in front of the ref, he shoves his head back into the earth when he's getting up. It's like, what are you doing? Late hits. It's He is a NFL-caliber talent. He has the ability... I mean, he really displayed it the Super Bowl year, but he's just such an idiot. Like, I can't see investing, you know, starting defensive end money anywhere from, what, 10, 15, 20 million a year for edge rushers for a guy who's going to cost you in a big spot in a game, you know, potentially a playoff game or a game to get in the playoffs. Nah, man, go. Elijah, what do you got next? Uh, next up, I have Trenton Brown, right tackle. Uh, I think he'll leave. 
I, it's weird. I've never heard Trent Brown called Trenton. I hadn't either until I read this uh, was his name. Whew. Estimated market value for Trent Brown at his age is $9 million. I I mean, he's left once before. He's yeah. played on a bunch of teams. I think he'll leave again. Yep. And a bunch of teams or he's been bad, <laughs> except for when he's with Belichick. It's true. So maybe he'll stay. But also, probably not. He'll probably grab some more money. That's what I'd do. Yeah, make it while you can, man. This is a small shelf life in the NFL. Certainly is. Speaking of shelf lives, the next one on the Vikings list, cornerback Patrick Peterson, who they brought in on a one-year deal, $8 million total. And... um I think he earned another one-year deal. I just, I'm not so sure it's going to be with Minnesota, though. Just because, well, cap issue stuff. <laughs> got $14 million they got to figure out here in uh, the next couple days. Two weeks. Before the, before the league year starts. So, um, yeah, I, I doubt he'll be there. But, I mean, it'd be, it'd be a good veteran presence in the secondary for now i guess he definitely i mean they put a lot on his shoulders as a 31 year old <laughs> corner last year and he did a pretty damn good job all right next up for philadelphia is going to be former viking safety anthony harris who came in on a one-year deal sure uh he was serviceable uh, i think this is a team that needs to get way younger so I'm going to say go just because I think that money would be better suited bringing in, say, a veteran wide receiver. So I don't want to spoil it, but both starting safeties are free agents and I'd rather keep the other one if I had a choice. So, Elijah? Good evening. Uh, Donta Hightower, he is a unrestricted free agent. Uh, he's an inside linebacker. He's 31.9 years old. And I think he will probably. <laughs> I think so. He won't play anywhere else. Uh, I could see him retiring and becoming part of the coaching staff, but he won't play anywhere else. So that that's what's to that. What uh, that thing had to play out. <laughs> Thank you for listening puts to me their ages and decimal points. What the hell is this? <laughs> I see I see the Patriots roster. It says James White is 30.0. Is today his birthday? Well, it's this month. Or actually not even this month. It's it's within the next 40 days or the past 40 days. Unreal. Let's look it up. James <laughs> White's birthday. While he's looking that up, Steve, what do you got? Uh, Sheldon Richardson's next on the list. February third. Yeah, so yeah. a couple weeks ago. He's point oh oh three or something. Yeah, yeah. We got Sheldon Richardson, defensive tackle. Um, with the shift to uh, the new defensive coordinator in Minnesota, and he in his press conference said they'll be shifting to a three four defense. Um. I don't think it's necessary to bring Sheldon Richardson back. And for $3.6 million last year, that money can probably probably be spent in a much better location, um, considering you're going to have Michael Pierce be that nose tackle in that defense. So see you once again, Sheldon Richardson. Adios, muchachos. Uh, I'm going to go next with for the Eagles, Steven Nelson, the corner. And I'm going to say go because it's kind of like I said with Anthony Harris. This is a team that does need to get younger. He was on a one-year deal. He's probably going to get paid quite a bit. It's just not the probably best use of resources. You know, as a fan, sure, I'd like him to stay. Him and Slay made a pretty good tandem, but... <sighs> a magic carpet ride with this team <laughs> <laughs> so i'll say go 
I think it's me now. Uh, next up <laughs> on the list is J.C. Jackson, quarterback, 26.2 years old from New England. Uh, he won't stay. I want him to, but he's going to get paid a lot of American dollars somewhere else, uh, and he'll be gone forever. When's now. the uh, deadline to franchise tag someone? Because he kind of seems like, I mean, a 26-year-old corner that plays the you know to the ability he has. Teams don't just let them walk too often without, like, tag and trade or something. I mean, maybe. I don't know the date. He's the only one on this list they would franchise, probably. Uh, definitely. But. Eh, I don't know. There's some other we'll names see. on here. Oh, really? Like whom? Like Jacob Johnson, the fullback. You don't let fullbacks get away. Jacob. Hard to find. It's Jacob Johnson. Jacob. No, it's Jacob. No, I did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Jacoby. Um, I mean, Jack. He's a, I, to be fair, Jakob is a 27.2 year old fullback <laughs> from Germany. So, I mean, where else in the league can you find one of them? I mean, they're hard to come by. They're very. That's a very specific thing to be. Like, you can find a 27.1 year old one, and you can find a 27.3. I dare you. I fucking dare you to find another 27.2-year-old fullback from Germany playing isn't, in the NFL. Isn't the franchise tag, like, the average of the top five players at the position? Yeah, like, that's true. So, actually, sub- they might they might franchise Jack and John. They're going to franchise him, right? And they're going to submit it to the league, and the league's like, well, hey, we don't have five other fullbacks in the league to reference. If it wasn't for, I'm going to say his name wrong, uh, the Polish guy from the 49ers. Yuschek? Yuschek. Yep. Yep. That guy. Because uh, he's making uh, so Fumagalli. much money compared to all the other ones. I don't know. I, I do think that there's um, the possibility of a franchise tag with him. Absolutely. Because I, I believe in his little press conference conversation he had on uh, who's, I don't remember whose podcast it was now. But when oh, they asked uh, him about Conan playing, O'Brien. <laughs> when they asked him about uh, the possibilities of him playing under the tag, he said, yeah, I'll sign it and I'll go play. And when a player says that, the team now has zero leverage because you know he's damn sure going to just play on that yeah, franchise well, tag. You're not going to tag him again the next year. So he's just ready to move on to free agency. So it's either you sign him to a, a, a big money deal, which – Belichick probably won't do, or you tag him. All right, soup. Uh, we got guard Rashad Hill. He's 30 years old. I'm not sure if there's a decimal in his age. <laughs> probably is. Um, I'll tell you one second. <laughs> um, I, I say bring him back. Um, you know, a veteran guy, guard. He's probably not going to warrant a lot of money. So they're going to have to continue to build this offensive line. And uh, I don't know as though you're going to find the guys you want in free agency to build that line. But I think he was serviceable last year and uh, we'll see if maybe he gets a little bit better with a new, new head coach. 30.1. All right. All right, next up on the Philadelphia Eagles is defensive end Ryan Kerrigan. Go. <laughs> Elijah. Uh, next up is Ted Karras, center from, I think, Wisconsin, right? Is it Alex Karras and Webster? Uh, I think he'll probably stay. He's decent. He's not going to pull big, big money. He's no Joe Tooney. But I think he'll stay and be part of the, the the rotation of the line. While I don't know where he would play exactly, he can play center, he can play guard. Uh, I think he'll be in the running for a low three, four million bucks. Did he go to Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got Xavier Woods up next. Ah, Illinois. New day. Another... Uh, one-year secondary player that was brought in um, at 26 years old. If you can still pay him $1.7 million to play safety, I'd say, hell yeah, let's do it. 
if he's going to want a lot more than that, then I would let him go somewhere else. And you're probably then going to have to uh, hope that there's a safety out there that's willing to come for you, come to your team for around that same price. Yeah, I agree. For the Eagles, next up is safety Rodney McLeod. I kind of referenced this with the Anthony Harris thing. I would bring back McLeod, and I know I've been preaching they got to get younger, but McLeod is a team captain. He literally just won the Ed Block Courage Award for the Eagles. Uh, He's like a foundational point of this team. And I think what they really need to do is draft some young safeties or bring in at least one young safety to go with a free agent signing and really start to develop a replacement plan for him because he is getting up there a little bit in age. He's had two ACL tears, but absolutely I would bring him back for you know two years, three years. You know, not a long-term deal. Spray it. So the next one is Matthew Slater. Uh, he will never play for another team, and I don't think he'll retire this year, even though he is 36.4 years old. Um, <laughs> he may be in for a slight pay cut. I don't know. To me, he seems like someone that would would hang on even with a, a, a little reduction in salary. Right now, he's at 2.6 million. That seems a little high for a 36.4 year old uh, special teamer. <laughs> but we'll see. He He's not going anywhere else. He'll probably be back with the Patriots next year. He could be a cut if he's lost a step. You know, once you get past really like 36.2, you start to slow down. So we'll see. But I hope to have him back. Yeah, I feel that it. 36.6 right now. Uh, right now I'm at about 36.9 and I can hardly move. <laughs> 6.9. Nice. nice. Uh, we got Nick Vigil, outside linebacker on this. Um, I thought he was a hell of a pickup from the Chadges last year. Another one-year guy. They're just filling up roster spaces with these $1.75 million contracts. But uh, I'd love to keep him because he's younger than the other two uh, linebackers that you have that are going to be starting here. So not to mention, again, three, four, you're going to need more more linebackers now. So, yeah, I'd, I'd love to keep him if we can keep him in that same uh, price tag area. All right. Uh, the Eagles have four more res- uh, unrestricted free agents that I haven't mentioned yet. And I'm not going to waste anybody's time. It's Hassan Ridgeway, defensive tackle, Jordan Howard, running back, Junard Avery, outside linebacker, and tight end Jason Kroom, who's recovering from a torn ACL. Any one of those four guys you want to bring them back to at a very low deal to compete for a spot in camp, sure. But otherwise, if any of those guys want big money, there's the door. Don't let it hit you on the way out. Leave the key under the map. Next up is James White, running back from the New England Patriots. Uh, he's 30.0 years old, and he will be back next year, probably for around what he's making this year at $2.4 million. And I think I'm going to pull the old uh, Sean move here because there's – quite a few remaining we got three six nine twelve more free agents for the vikings here and mackenzie alexander dd westbrook everson griffin uh, jordan (laughs) jordan berry sean Mannion, wayne gallman chad bb mason cole chris herndon great trade by the way um greg joseph eddie yarbrough (laughs) Uh, I don't care if any of those guys come back. The one that is in there that I say they should bring back is Tyler Conklin. He's a 26-year-old tight end. I think with the progress that he made last year, now playing in a new offense, hopefully Irv Smith is coming back healthy. He can set up a nice you know, tandem tight end system there. And uh, for a guy that made $685,000 last year, if you could keep them like a million and a half, yeah, let's let's go. I'm all for it. But everybody else, you can pound sand, kick rocks without socks. I don't care. 
So all I have left are restricted free agents. I got four of them. Well, technically five, but uh, Elijah, why don't you spit through your last six remaining unrestricted free agents, and then we'll get into the restricteds. Here we go. Brandon Bolden, Brandon King, Brian Hoyer, Nick Folk, Jamie Collins, and Harvey Lange, and also Juwan Bentley. Uh, I'm going to go with keep, keep, leave, keep, leave, leave, keep. And if you fall that, congratulations. Yeah, I hope you were writing down those names. <laughs> all right. Let me uh, pop off on the restricted free agents, then I'll do mine. It's because they're all, it's kind of a tough call on all of them. Boston Scott, the running back. He isn't old. He isn't young. He's very serviceable. He's been, you know, productive when he's been asked to start. He doesn't do it all, but what he does do, he does well. I mean, for as long as the uh, bringing him back wouldn't affect the growth of someone like Kenneth Gainwell, I'd totally be okay with, you know, the three of them, plus maybe bring in a veteran bruiser like a Donta Foreman or someone like that, somebody that can just pound the ball up the middle in the goal line specifically. Uh, then we have linebacker Alex Singleton. He's a uh, CFL recruit, you know, kind of a late bloomer, but on a team that has no linebacking talent, one of your best tackling linebackers seems like somebody who you know you would think about bringing back he's not going to command a lot of money as a restricted free agent uh if anything you could put a tender on him i don't think anybody's going to sign him away so he's basically you know yours to negotiate with take it or leave it the uh, next one is greg ward it's hard to do anything yes or no with greg ward he didn't have a big role this year but he's also Greg Ward and can do it all. Like he's your new uh Philly special quarterback, if if you may. So I mean, bring him back to camp, let him compete. His story's awesome. Converted college quarterback that actually you know succeeded, played meaningful snaps at wide receiver. And the last restricted free agent is Nate Herbig. My biggest problem with bringing back Herbig is the restricted free agent tender, I believe, for all these guys would be $2.4 million. And $2.4 million for another depth piece on a team with a stellar starting offensive lineup and very good depth. Like It seems like kind of... If you had a huge salary cap to deal with, fine. But I know the Eagles don't have crazy amounts of money. They have some, but not like Viking bad or anything. So, you know, whatever. And just the last one I'll throw out real quick is an exclusive rights free agent, which basically, if you don't know what that means, the team can literally offer him the minimum and he has to take it. Or, I mean, he can retire or not play football again. He's like, that's, that's his only op option, which is the stupidest tag for a guy. It's Andre Sachery. He's a special team or cornerback. Like, He's pretty much screwed. Like, hey, if you want to play football, you have to take these nine peanuts. <laughs> All right. Anybody else? The only restricted we had was uh, Greg Joseph, which, and he was pretty good for the most part. Kickers are a dime a dozen in Minnesota, and they pretty much all suck. So, um, Lenny the leg. And he's an exclusive restricted free agent as well. So, oh, exactly. Head to leg. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We've got uh, Jakob Johnson, Troy Fumagalli, uh, Jacoby Myers, and Gunnar Bless you. Ol yeah. Bless uh, you again. Jacoby Myers will be back unless a team wants to pay up with draft picks. I don't know what the tender will be, either probably second or third round. Uh, Gunnar Olszewski, I think he would be back on a tender, but much lower. I don't know who Troy Fumagalli is. And uh, Mr. Johnson, I think, probably will return. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Soup, you got not much going on. 
way they restrict is, but holy shit, do you have a lot of free agents? And what's wild is that they're still over the cap with that many people coming off the books. Yeah. Um, top 51 getting paid right now. You're sitting at 14.725 million over the cap. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, when they restructured Daniil Hunter in order to keep him happy, um, the way they set up the roster bonus, he's due $18.5 million this year just to be on the roster at the beginning of the uh, the league year. So that's probably going to be restructured because, I'm, I mean, he's a, he's a great defensive end, but not a guy that I want a $26 million cap hit out of. So I assume that they're going to switch us around somehow and convert that roster bonus into other money, open up some room. Uh, probably be a couple of these other guys too. The older Older gentlemen, like Harrison Smith, who's due eight and a half million dollars in a roster bonus, probably going to be converted. Yep. But other than that, yeah, Rob Brzezinski has been a an absolute genius manip- uh, manipulating the cap over the years. So he's still around in Minnesota, and I think he's going to have to work his magic here in the next couple of weeks and. Uh, I don't know how they open up more space than that, but it seems like getting, you know, back into the black is, uh, should be very easily doable. Yeah. The, the salary caps fake anyway, so it'll be all right. They'll have 30 million to play with tomorrow. It might could. So, uh, unless you're a hardcore insane football fan, 83.4% 83.4% of those names meant nothing to you. So let's do something fun to finish this out tonight. And let's do a list, 10 free agents you want your team to snag. Maybe do like the first few realistic, and then we'll get to some of the pipe dreams towards the end here. And Steve, you want to go first? You got your list? Uh, I had it saved, but oh, there we go. Um where are we going in here? Uh, yeah, I guess I can go first. Um, I guess if we're living in fairy fairy tale land, I don't know. Why don't you bring in a wide receiver? Maybe somebody like Devonte Adams. <laughs> Listen, I think it's a, heard of It's, it's going to be a really hard thing for a lot of Vikings fans to accept and myself included because I like the guy so much but Adam Thielen is winding down and his time as a Viking is probably extremely limited at this point and, and he's kind um, of losing it upstairs too yeah, tweet I don't know about, about overtime yeah I, I thought that was a pretty good take um, I thought it was silly <laughs> bad take I thought it was a silly take no, but I mean, there's a there are a lot of uh, <laughs> wide receivers taking that are, the bait. He's not that taking are going to be out there available as free agents, and I think they're going to have to bring somebody in to kind of secure that role that Thielen had filled for all those years. Um, KJ Osborne had a great rookie season. I hope he carries over into the next year. But hey, maybe maybe you're not going to be able to afford fourteen and a half or more million dollars for Devontae Adams. So maybe something more realistic is maybe a guy like Christian Kirk was only making about a million and a half uh, in Arizona. And I, I think he could do better in other places because his uh, quarterback's kind of losing it upstairs himself. Um, just doesn't, doesn't quite understand, doesn't get it. And, uh, Yeah, I think uh, I think Christian Kirk, the Kirk to Kirk uh, connection could be a real thing. I would literally drink my own vomit out of a bucket. I like Christian Kirk. <laughs> Don't go the Vikings. Uh, I guess I'll go next if I'm living in pipe dream world with Steve and Devontae Adams is now a Viking. How about Mike Williams, the wide receiver from the Chargers, becoming a Philadelphia Eagle? Take it. 
like Mike Williams. He's a good dude. He'd be that big body receiver they need who can also be a deep threat. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Steve did two. He did one pipe dream, one kind of realistic, so I might as well do the same. Elijah, you can follow the thread if you want. I think a more realistic option for the Eagles, one I think is actually quite likely, is Zach Pascal, the wide receiver from the Colts. He's kind of a bigger body. He can play in the slot. He's an excellent run blocker. And he's one of the guys that Nick Sirianni actually mentioned in his opening press conference and references constantly when talking about technique and whatnot, what he wants his receivers to do and be. So, Zach Pascal. Elijah, do you got a pipe dream and a realism? I do. Uh, The realism is Juju Smith-Schuster. He is immensely talented, or so we think, but he's also kind of a dummy. Uh, we've seen the Patriots take chances on receivers like that. Usually they don't work out. Uh, one time they did. And uh, I think that that is a realistic possibility. Uh, for the pipe dream, I would take, I don't know, maybe, uh, I don't know, Teron Armstead, a very mm-hmm. talented left tackle that usually does not come up available in free agency for any reason at all. He's injury prone, but. That's kind of a pipe dream because I'm sure he'll command a lot of money. Did you know he's uh, 30.6 years old? Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at a page right here that says he's 31 years old. Oh, oh, he was born in July. Oh, oh, Sean. I think he might be 30.7 years old. Oh, damn <laughs> this. I blame sports track. You know who I blame? Obama. Obama. <laughs> what a simple time. Uh, much simpler than these days, for sure. Anyone else's wife getting a little turned up for that Ukrainian president? <laughs> no, pretty, sure mine just, pretty sure mine just sits at home looking at him and being like, oh, oh my she the one that made the edit of him in a superhero costume? Uh, she doesn't have the editing capabilities. I think the only thing she's done is thought in her mind about him. <laughs> Say no more. I wonder how many people could point out Ukraine on the map. I know I can. I Past mean, yeah, that, I don't know. <laughs> Ukraine, I can't. Ukraine, I hardly know him. All right, soup. <laughs> Don't do the same thing. Give us a real and a pipe. Give me the uh, pipe. So <laughs> here's the thing is uh, I question whether or not, you know, this new uh, head head coach, GM, like what their decision's going to be. I mentioned I'd like them to bring back Tyler Conklin to be tight end number two. Honky but hey. Conk. Conky donk, yeah. Uh, if not, I mean, we saw a guy have a pretty breakout season. You know, CJ Uzama might be a guy I'd really like to see in purple and gold. Um, but if we're being realistic, I think maybe you could go out and uh, scoop up a guy like Mike Gasecki on the cheap, cheap made about a million and a half the last couple of years and uh again if market value is right there for that then not a bad not a bad choice hmm you really gonna do that to cj elemental pj (laughs) pj (laughs) all right pipe dream and a realistic all right let's go with this okay pipe dream for the eagles for me would be jc jackson pairing up with darius slay right (laughs) sounds pretty tight i think it's more likely instead of jc jackson that they'd end up with someone like dj reed the corner from seattle Ah, he's he's not old he's young like 25 26 years old i believe get him in there see what he can do 
maybe he becomes the guy after Slay moves on, and then you can groom one of these young guys. You only got like 15 different depth corners through, you know, waiver claims, practice squad additions uh, over the past year. So, Jackson? Yes. Reed? Okay, I'll take it. Spray it. That's pretty cool. Uh, my realistic one, and I would just, I think I bet money on this one, even though I don't have any inside information, just looking at the past of the Patriots taking talented uh, linemen with issues and then turning them into good things. And then they leave and then they come back. Uh, I would say Connor Williams guard from the Cowboys. I think if he goes to the Patriots, he uh, turns it around. Um, Apparently according to Cowboys fans, he's terrible. And according to pro football focus, he's not terrible. Um, so it's probably in the middle. I think the Patriots signed Connor Williams guard from the Cowboys in a not realistic one. Uh, I guess Chandler Jones comes back. Hopefully he lays off the synthetic weed this time. It's allowed now. Right. But, uh, it wasn't really the allowed part. It was the ending up in a hospital parking lot at three in the morning with no shirt screaming that someone's trying to kill you part. I think he showed up at the police station with no clothes on yeah i I may be misremembering (laughs) he showed up at a place without all of his clothes which is generally not something you want to do always bring listen kids at home if you're listening listen get close pay attention always wear your clothes even when you take a shower especially when you take a shower there's nothing there's no better feeling than having soaking wet socks on your feet there's one better feeling (laughs) nope nope Uh, nip it off right there yeah so i'm gonna go out here i'm gonna follow sean in the safety department um pipe dream because i think he's gonna get paid a lot of money I'd love to see the Vikings go out and get Jesse Bates. Uh, probably won't happen because I'm sure somebody else is going to be able to pay him way more than the Vikings can. Um, so I think more realistically, we're going to end up in a situation where like, I don't know, the Vikings probably end up with like Malik Hooker from the Cowboys um, somewhere, you know, some one of these safeties here that, I mean, there's a lot of safeties that are free agents. Yeah. So kind of uh, go ahead and, pick your choose on which guy under who made under a million dollars is going to end up being a Minnesota Viking next year, but a lot of possibilities out there. So uh, yeah, boy, oh boy, Jesse Bates would look real good next to Harrison Smith. Even better in the same Jersey. Yep. Wicked smart. All right. Philadelphia Eagles, right? I don't know if I can call this a pipe dream because I think it's pretty realistic it's going to happen. And that's Marcus Williams, the safety from New Orleans. He's 25, I think 26 maybe. He's at the top of his position group. I think he'd be the perfect guy to bring in to pair with Rodney McLeod to eventually become Rodney McLeod. Why not? The defense needs to be fixed, needs to be bolstered. We saw at times what the offense can do, just what they had at talent. So why not bring in a guy like Marcus Williams and just totally fix up that defense and let's rock and roll. Let's make some stops and stop giving up 100 completion percentage games to guys. But since he's kind of a a both and he's a big name i'll throw in a much more you know reasonable likely name and i thought of this looking at the free agent list and i thought it just makes too much sense we have dallas goddard tight end right we have a couple younger guys like jack stole up and comers i mean can you really go into a season with you know former undrafted free agent on his second year jack stole is your only other tight end beside goddard because Tyree Jackson towards ACL in the playoff game, so he's going to be slow coming back. Why not sign 
David Njoku. He's not going to cost you all that much money. Um, at times, he was very productive with Cleveland. Why not bring in a guy like that and team him up with Goddard? Don't put too much pressure on him. Make him feel like he's got to be the guy. Maybe he could do big things. Yeah, he might be able to. But maybe not. All right, my uh, pie-in-the-sky one is uh, Chris Godwin. Uh, They won't sign him, but that'd be pretty cool. I think he's going to get tagged. Probably. Just because Tampa can do right by him, even though he's going to be coming back from the ACL. You know, he's he's probably not going to be ready for the start of the season. So they're going to do right by him by, you know, giving him some money, but also – it only being a one-year thing, they have the ability to negotiate, you know, a longer-term deal. Maybe at a more team-friendly price than you know if he had hit the market right now, completely healthy, having the year he had, and you know his age, he probably could have bent him over a barrel. So that's it's also scary to think about him in New England. I don't like that. Stop. And the realistic one I'll go with is the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. The next backup quarterback for McCorkle. The next backup quarterback for your New England Patriots. Nice. Not bad. Not bad. Hey, uh, I'll go next again just so we can keep this moving. Uh, pipe dreamish for me, DJ Chark from Jacksonville. Um Former GM Dave Caldwell has connections to the Eagles. He works with Howie now. Uh, He has since like after the draft last year. So bringing in another Jacksonville guy would make sense. They brought in Josiah Scott. They've got Minshew Mania. Uh, Pipe Dream. I don't know if how likely it would be. would be someone like DJ Chark to pair up with Devonta Smith and Quez Watkins. Maybe another rookie. Hey, I would absolutely be on board with that but more likely is a guy in the tier of someone like Michael Gallup. I think Gallup will get decent money. I don't think he'll get wide receiver one money. I think he's an option. I don't think Dallas can afford to bring him back unless they cut Amari Cooper, trade Amari Cooper, which they'd probably be smarter to get rid of Cooper and re-sign Gallup. But hey, in my scenario, Gallup's there, and he's a more likely signing Steve? Um, I have one that's just, it's just a, I'd, I'd like to see this. And it's, it's likely. Listen, the special teams last year had a lot of problems for the, the Minnesota Vikings. One of them was the punter. So your punter is a free agent. Let him go. And why not sign the guy who was maybe top two in punting last year and that's brian anger from uh dallas cowboys so i I think that like punting kicking things they need to address as often uh, as they punt he can let let jordan barry walk bring in brian anger and uh i think that would be a very nice upgrade spray it spray it spray it i don't know we're kind of uh Fifth round, I'm going third, kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel of funny things I can say or do. Uh, for the pie in the sky, I'm going to take scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> Vaughn Miller. He uh, He's old, but he's still got it. And he won one with the uh, Rams, and now he'll win one with the Patriots. Um, and my realistic signing is scrolling lower. Got to go way lower, way lower. Uh, Zach Ertz, tight end from the oh, Philadelphia Eagles. Jesus, I am drinking my own puke tonight, folks. Gross Montanga. All right, final round. One more. That pipe wasn't dream. the final round. No, that was only. That many. We should have 10. We've done two each. This fifth and final round. This is the sixth round. Whatever. Yeah. Sure. 
Passionate kisses. All right. How about this? Pipe dream for me, because I don't think it will it will happen. I'll be stoked if this does happen. And that's uh, Hassan Reddick, the defensive end, Sam linebacker, whichever defense he plays in. Played at Carolina, was in Arizona before that. He went to Temple, so he's, you know, sort of a local-ish guy. We need help at drushing, so I'll take him. I think more likely is someone like Harold Landry from Tennessee, though. I'd take either guy, so it's the final round. Slam at home. I'll slam at home. Um, James Conner, running back. Oh, baby. From a team. That'd be pretty cool to match him with Harris and Stevens and Bolden and White. Oh, my. He was very productive at the end of the year. Very productive. Like, uh, nice poop. Um, And my realistic one. Was that my realistic one? No. Uh, My realistic one is... um, PJ Williams, uh, I guess <laughs> he's ranked 99th yeah. and he's a defensive back, so I think that's pretty realistic. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Soup, uh, my pipe dream would be for the Vikings to sign guard Brandon Scherf, that'd be amazing. Uh, not gonna happen. He needs and to get I, out of where he is. Yeah, he does. And uh, I think a more realistic thing, they're switching to the 3-4 defense. Maybe going and grabbing a guy like, uh, I don't know, how do you say his name? Nuosu. Is it Uchenna? That's exactly Uchenna right. Nuosu. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he's a linebacker from the Chargers. I thought he had an excellent year last year and uh, would be a guy that could be very productive here. And... Uh, a guy who probably won't demand a ton of money at 25 years old. Still got a chance here. This being his first time in free agency to really land a bag after proving himself in like a two year deal. So I think that would be a, a good upgrade for them. Cause listen, between Barr and Kendricks, like the Vikings need to get younger. Um, those guys are losing a step. I think it showed a lot last year with them in coverage, they can still cover, but they're just not the same player they used to be. So getting younger at linebacker, I think is a very big and important thing for them to do. Um, especially if you're going to have four of them out there. <laughs> so this would be a terrific signing. True that double true. All right. That was fun. It's nice to th- like force yourself to, look outside your team a little bit and like determine if you see some of these guys names all the time in like fantasy or in like sports center highlights or whatever you get the jazz hands going you just can't help it but it's kind of cool to like actually you know theorize and think about these guys maybe actually joining your team just just gotta beat it up beat it up a little bit hey elijah quick trivia for you before we go 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 you know who the oldest free agent is to be hmm it's not tom brady he retired technically i'll give you a hint he's 40.1 years old i don't i don't know his name is another word for wiener penis That's right, Tom Penis, Penis. Jones. <laughs> Tom Penis. Uh, His friends call I, him Big Willie. I still don't know. He goes by the nickname The Bodyguard. On Kevin a Super Costner? Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. Jason Peters. Oh, Peters. Peters, another name for Wiener. <laughs> Kevin Costner is way older than Jason Peters. <laughs> Kevin Costner's not a real person. Tell that to Whitney Houston. <laughs> I can't. She's dead. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Ross her off the list then. <laughs> uh, man. All right, guys. Hey, that was fun. I like doing different things. I don't think we've ever done something like that before, so that was kind of cool. I know 
every podcast, football podcast, does their stay or goes. And But it was nice for us to kind of switch up our format. Had a little fun because we haven't done this in a while. And quite frankly, it's cold in the mudroom. <laughs> Thought you supposed to get that fixed. Yeah, we got a new furnace. Nice and warm in here now. Not really. But it ain't as cold as it used to be. Used to was. <laughs> Probably going to do it for episode Blink-186 here on the Joint Practices Podcast. Nothing from nobody. <laughs> Diane. <laughs> Elijah's ready for bed. I think I have to take my puppy outside to go pee. Go buddy! Go buddy! Yeah, only said that 600 times today. <laughs> Encouragement. <laughs> Just imagine, like, your mom standing over you. Go potty. Go potty. I train my dogs to, like, hyper pee and poop. Because I don't want to stand out. Like, I knew that when I got my first dog that I'd have to take him out on a leash and be outside standing next to him when he's trying to do his business. So I got in there. I say pee, and they go, all right. (laughs) Let's do this. Gangster, gangster, it's already evident. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Joint Practices Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at Joint Practices. I'm at 11 the Goat. Steve at the Knock says, Elijah. Hi. So thanks. Hit us up. Let us know you're listening and that you want to be friends with Elijah. Friends forever. Soup, that would be you. Oh, yeah. Wherever you listen, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, tune in. Make sure to uh, rate, subscribe, review, share it with your friends. Keep on keeping on, Mother Father. Uh, sleep good, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, I can't beat that. Fly will fly. Skull Vikings. Yeah. Don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> See you, That's that first stop. I'll let you say that guy's name because you like to say Kaboom! it. Hill. Granny Larson, I'm sure she'd love to hear it. So, yeah, she'll love all the swear words and dank jokes. It'll be great. Join, 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 join